I'm okay, right? I'm okay. And that's the thing. That's the thing. When we feel that friction, that edge of like, I can't slow down. It's not safe to slow down. I have to keep going, 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 going. Or we think, oh my God, something's wrong in my life because I'm not in a summer right now and like my life isn't popping and I'm not getting a bunch of opportunities and I'm not making the money I want to be making. And we think we're doing everything wrong or there's something that we're missing. It's all because we don't feel okay. We don't feel safe in our life and in our body. Welcome back to the Magic of Transformation podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Zeller. In this episode, I... Man, I go deep. <laughs> I share some some stuff that I've been going through and some thoughts I've had around it. And I just can't wait for you to get into this juicy episode. I think it's really going to be helpful for you. While you are listening, it would be awesome if you just keep an open heart in mind and see if the name of a friend just pops in. Because... We never know where somebody is at on their journey, what season of life they're in, what their struggles might be. And we don't always need to know why we suddenly think of them when we're listening to an episode. But if you do think of them, send them this episode because it could really shift things for them. And it's a way that you can support them. If you are not subscribed to the show, be sure to follow and hit subscribe. If you leave me a five-star review, you will be automatically entered in to win a one-on-one magic session with me. I will be choosing someone uh, randomly before October 31st of 2023. So be sure to leave a five-star review before then if you would like to be entered into this next drawing. And as always, you can find all of my offerings and all of the things at thetransformationschool.com. If you need any support in your life, please reach out to me. You can see how to do that in the show notes below. I can't wait to meet you and support you. Okay, let's do this thing. Enjoy the episode. In a lot of ways, we are taught that our life, our lives should always be popping. Like, we should always be doing a million things. Things should always be thriving. There's this go, go, go mentality, this like hustle mentality. Let's go get them. And for a lot of people, especially a lot of like high achievers or type A personalities or top performers, there can be a looming sense of dread or even guilt if you're not hustling. Because we're taught that we should always be hustling. That comes from a lot of different places. It can come from our parents. It could come from our schooling. And it obviously can come from culture. I've been thinking about this because this last month, I was coming up against my own internal friction with this concept. Now, I have done a tremendous amount of work to reprogram this program going on in my brain. Before I left my last field, I was working, oh my gosh, like probably 70 hours a week. I not only was practicing as a prosthodontist, so doing like clinical working on patients, but I was also speaking internationally. I mean, I was traveling to speak, sometimes upwards of six times a month. 
And I had a couple of large Instagram accounts, and I was always posting on there. I was working with some companies and also doing some sort of like influencer posting. On top of that, I had my own podcast uh, in dentistry that is separate from this one. And then I was a bit of an entrepreneur, kind of exploring side hustles and some some other business ideas that I was beginning to get my hands into. Oh, and to top that off, I was also publishing. <laughs> I'm laughing now because it's just like, what? <laughs> Why was I doing all those things? Uh, but yeah, I was doing all of those things. So there was never a moment where I couldn't be doing something like I just and it was it was really fun honestly, like I had a lot of fun doing a lot of these things. I had an, just an awesome community of people following me on Instagram. I have since deleted that Instagram account and started uh, a new one. But just an amazing like community of people that were really engaged with the work that I was putting out into the world, whether it be speaking or on Instagram or an online course that I put out or through publishing. I just had so much fun engaging when things shifted for me internally, and I realized that there was essentially just like more or maybe different is a better word, there was some different work that I wanted to do in the world rather than doing what I was doing. And I decided to leave that career, which was a very slow exit. I mean, I very slowly backed out of things one at a time. Regardless, when I decided to leave, it was very confronting to me because I was working so many hours a week and I was always hustling. And I sort of was intuitively receiving this this messaging that I needed to slow way down and I needed to feel what it would feel like to slow way down. And it was, I mean, I have to tell you, it was like excruciating. The year that I'd stopped, by and large, I stopped practicing clinical dentistry. I would do maybe a couple days a month. But I was making all of my money for that year just in speaking. So I would speak a couple, maybe a couple times a month. Some months I would not take any speaking gigs. And so I was, well, I was actually doing personal work, like inner personal work as my full-time job, but I wasn't really working. And it was so hard. Like I had such tremendous anxiety, just days of feeling like I was going to explode, like I was crawling out of my skin. And that was the point. <laughs> like I had to go through that year of feeling this excruciating feeling of not working 70 hours a week. And to some of you, that may sound crazy. It's like, what? Like, why was that so hard? Well, it was hard because my programming was just that. It was that the way to have purpose in the world was to be working all the time. And so what happened is when I decided not to be working all the time, uh, I felt like I didn't have a purpose. And it was really throwing me into like an existential crisis, which I sorely needed, like I really needed to go through that. And at the same time, I was going to therapy sometimes multiple times a week. And I was doing so much just personal transformation and healing. And I mean, again, like it was my full-time job. And interestingly, like it is now what I teach. So it, in a way, it was actually like I was just studying. I was learning and studying and trying to find answers, honestly, because at that point, I wasn't doing a lot of subconscious reprogramming and I didn't know how to change the program. Like at that point, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know 
that there was a subconscious program in my brain that was saying, your purpose is to work. And I didn't know that the reason it was so excruciating not to work is because of that program. I just knew that I was feeling terrible. And I knew that it was because I wasn't working. But I didn't know that there was a way to change all of that. I didn't know that there was another way to look at it. I didn't know that there was like a perspective shift that I could have, like a new way of living, being, working that could feel good to me. Like I kind of just thought this is going to be excruciating until I can finally start working again, until I can finally figure out what my next step on this journey is and what my next career is. So that's what I was focused on is like, what's my next move? What's my next career? Versus really being focused on, wait, why am I miserable? Like, why, why am I miserable? Why is slowing down feel so terrible to me? I didn't think to really ask that question because I didn't know that that was a program that was in my mind. And I didn't know that we could change our programs. I didn't know that we could do this thing called subconscious reprogramming. Like, I didn't know that there was another way. And since then, I've discovered, I've discovered just that I've discovered that we can change our programs. And this is a huge part of what I help my clients do in my workshop, Your Life's Work, and also in my workshop, Trigger Free, that you can just purchase and do now. Like, for instance, if I had Trigger Free then, in that state of discomfort, I could have just done the Trigger Free process And immediately, the first time I did it, started to realize, oh my gosh, the reason I feel terrible is because I have this program that's been programmed in that says I have to be working to have a purpose. And I could have started reprogramming that like immediately. I mean, holy shit, what I wouldn't have given to have that fucking tool. I mean, I'm not even kidding you. Like, I would have done anything to spare myself from that excruciating year of just feeling like I was crawling out of my skin for the entire year. And interestingly, like, I think that's what gives me this passion and this fervor to put this work out into the world now is because I didn't have the right tools. Like, at the time, all I had was, you know, meditation and yoga and therapy. But I didn't know that I could have just changed the program and been free from that excruciating feeling. And in fact, maybe even enjoyed that year, right? Like maybe even found the space and the mental capacity and the perspective shift to to realize that I could just enjoy the year. So, you know, what are you experiencing right now that feels excruciating? What if a perspective shift would allow you to not feel that excruciating feeling as you're going through this? That's what subconscious reprogramming, trigger free, your life's work could have done for me. And if you're new to the podcast, trigger free is a workshop that's a self guided workshop that you can purchase and it helps you to change these programs and your life's work is a about a nine and a half month very deeply supported program to help you reignite your passion, creativity and success with your work in the world. And you can find information about both of those in the show notes. So Over the last six to seven years, I have reprogrammed the shit out of this. I have shifted out of feeling like I always have to be working and into more of just like a flow and a dance with life and and the deep realization that I don't always have to be working. 
and that I can just enjoy life. And in fact, I've set up my new career so that I have a lot of what I might call free time where, you know, if I want to take a day off or two days off or three days off, like it's no problem. I can do that with my current career. And I've had a lot of challenges or, you know, I guess maybe like lessons and obstacles that the universe has given me over the last six to seven years to help me find deeper freedom with this. Because transformation is like a spiral or let's say it's like we go in levels, right? So that first year when I was exiting my last career was level one. And a lot of times level one is the hardest, like because it's brand new. It feels like it felt like to me like I was running at 90 miles an hour and the universe just put a brick wall in front of me and I just kept hitting it over and over again. And it hurt like it hurt bad. Like it was so bad. (laughs) I mean, seriously, it felt like I was crawling out of my skin the whole year. That was level one. And then, you know, I had like level two and level three and level four and each level gets easier. Because you kind of know what's happening. You have context. You're like, okay, I'm working this out. And what I mean by another level is like after I went through level one, that year of feeling really excruciating, and then I started getting an idea of like what I was going to do for my new career, I had a little bit of direction. So I started building out my new career and doing a little bit of coaching and working with clients. But I didn't have enough business right away to keep me really busy. And so that was kind of like level two was how can I sit in this space and still be creative and still be learning and still be transforming myself and readying myself for when my business does pick up. And that was level two. It wasn't as hard as level one, but that was level two, which was how can I be okay with this? And then level three was when I was trying to heal permanently, finally heal my anxiety and my nervous system. And in order to do that, I had to learn how to blend a lot of restful, peaceful time into my days versus just working. Because when I was just working, like my body would get really tense. And that wasn't lending itself to me healing my nervous system and my anxiety. And so level three was about like permanently, finally, finally, finally healing my anxiety, which I have no anxiety anymore, you guys. I had anxiety my whole life. Whoa, had anxiety my whole life. And then I finally, finally healed it. And so that was like level three. And that was hard too. But it was on the back of level one and level two. And then I had level four, five, six, that kind of thing. Well, this last month, I would say was like level 90, right? Because I've I've had a lot of levels. (laughs) And each level has come with an extraordinary amount of freedom and just ease in my body and in my life. And wow, like I feel so much more yummy and alive and free. Like now I realize that I actually don't need to be working that much and that when I do less, I can attract more because now I know that I actually can have a great deal of success by just being really, really fucking effective efficient and intuitive with my time versus hustling. So it's kind of like what I get done now in an hour is what I used to get done in two days. And that's a whole thing. Like that's a whole, honestly, it's like a whole course probably to teach how to do that. But 
that's what my life has become is like the time that I work now is so intuitively guided and so, so efficient. It's like very condensed, high quality work that I don't have to go back and like redo a lot of, et cetera, et cetera. Versus when I used to sit down and like grind it out, a lot of that work I either had to trash or redo, or it was just honestly a waste of time, like a total waste of time, things I thought that I needed to do, but I didn't need to do in order to find joy, success, and fulfillment in my life. So this last month was like level 90. And this is what happened this last month. What happened is that I have been very ill. If you want to learn more about this, listen to my episode called Sick But Not Suffering, because I go into what this recent experience has been like to be extremely ill. Well, I have received a lot of diagnoses around what it is that has been causing all of my health issues to come to the fore, and I am receiving treatment. But this last month, I started my treatment. And before I started my treatment, I was very ill. So I didn't have like a lot of energy nor focus to be hustling. And I intuitively felt at the very beginning of the month that this last month, that September, needed to be slow going. And that in fact, it was going to be kind of quiet for me, like a quiet month. And for me, I create a lot of things. I create courses, podcast episodes, magic doses, which you, if you're not signed up for magic doses, they're free. You can get signed up for them in the show notes, amongst other things. And I had the feeling that September, it was kind of like the creative flow that I always have access to was going to I hesitate to use the word dry up a little bit, but that's kind of what it feels like. It's like that flow was not going to be as forceful. And I knew this at the beginning of the month because I've become very in tune with my dance with life and with my cycles and what's going on with me, what I need to focus on in terms of my own personal journey, my own personal healing, personal awakening, etc. And so I knew this, like I could sense it. And I was having a conversation, I've actually had several conversations with a few people at the beginning of September, and I was telling all of them, like, yeah, I feel like September is going to be really slow, really quiet, just a little bit of work here and there. And then something's going to shift in October. At the time that I'm recording this, it's just before October is starting. And over the last six to seven days, I have had a extraordinary amount of creative energy just shooting through me. I mean, I have recorded at least one podcast episode every single day, and I have never had this many podcast episodes like stockpiled. And what's happened is I, I'm feeling, whoa, like all this creative flow, all this creative energy is now coming back to me. And it's really made me think about just how we ebb and flow, how sometimes the water is coming up onto the shore, and then how sometimes it's ebbing away from the shore. So that is what our lives often feel like, is this ebb and flow, like sometimes it's it's flowing up onto the shore, and we just, whoa, there's like an abundance of things, an abundance of energy, of creativity, of good things coming to us, of us attracting opportunities, of our relationships thriving, of us having more energy and good health and more money. And then sometimes there's an ebb. And we have less. 
and our relationships have more tension or our health starts declining or we start suddenly making less money or, you know, we like get audited or something or we get sued, God forbid, or something happens with one of our children. Just like it feels like, whoa, the abundance of the universe feels like it's not suddenly rushing towards me in my favor. It feels like it's ebbing away from me. And what happens a lot of times in those ebbs is we contract and we freak out and we think something is wrong. You know, we're like, oh my God, something, something is seriously wrong here. And what we've been taught, again, in culture is to hustle. And we've been taught that our life should always be popping. And we've been taught, in a sense, that we should always be in a season of summer. In a season of like spring and summer. That things should always be flowing. And if they're not, that something is wrong. But that goes against nature. That is insanity. To think that our lives would always just be on the up and up is so crazy and so incorrect thinking. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Now, before I go into that just a little bit further, I do want to say, here's the thing. The more inner work inner transformation that you do, the more that you awaken to your infinite nature, the more that you realize that you don't actually have to be a victim to difficult emotions and feelings, and that if you use the right tools, you can process through those difficult emotions and feelings, and that you always have access to joy. There is always a river of joy within you. And that's the paradox. I just want to state that there's a paradox here. Our external lives may not always look like summer, where everything is thriving, where everything is alive, everything is blooming, but our internal state can feel that way. Our internal state can feel like summer all the time because there is an endless river of joy that is flowing within you. And the only thing that is stopping you from feeling that joy are the programs in your subconscious mind that are telling you that it's not possible to feel a continual flow of joy. Now, you can slowly but surely change those programs, the programs that say life is really hard, the programs that say that the last shoe is going to drop, the programs that say you aren't very lucky or that people leave you or that people don't respect you or that it's hard for you to make money. When you start slowly changing all of those programs, all of those self-limiting beliefs, one by one by one by one, It has like a domino effect and each one that you change gives you that much more access to your inner joy, your infinite nature. And then you can have this joy. And and that's like what my episode sick but not suffering was all about is that like this this last month and the last several months where I've been really ill and that creative flow hasn't been coming to me doesn't mean that I haven't had access to inner joy. I've learned how to have access, constant access to inner peace and joy and beauty, even though my external situations are always shifting. And I'm not always living in a summer. Like, my life isn't always popping. Sometimes shit does hit the fan, but it no longer sends me on a tailspin. 
I am no longer internally suffering because of those things. I'm able to maintain my peace and joy. Do I sometimes get sad? Yes. Do I sometimes get angry? Yes. Do I sometimes feel kind of ragey? Yes. But the amount of time that I feel those things has vastly shortened, sometimes only a few minutes, sometimes a couple of hours. Very rarely here and there, it's like a day, but it's like way shortened. I mean, I used to feel like that for weeks, months. And now it's like, I mean, I notice it and I move it through or I reprogram, subconsciously reprogram. Because any difficult feeling indicates that you have a program that is telling you to feel that way. So that's the internal state. And, you know, if you ever want to work with me, reach out to me, thetransformationschool.com. You can contact me or through my Instagram at Stephanie Zeller Speaks. And in all of my programs, I teach you how to start accessing that inner inner state of joy and not rely on external circumstances being just so in order for you to be happy because we're not always meant to be in a summer. And that is really what I was feeling this last month, this last September. So what season maybe are you in in your life right now? Let's go through the season. So summer is when there's just like an abundance of flow. You're attracting opportunities. Everything feels really super, super easy. Like all of your external circumstances, everything in your life feels so, so easy. That's when you know that you're in a summer. When you're in a fall is when you realize that you need to leave some things. Fall is really a transitional time in your life. When you're, If you're in a fall right now in your life, that means that you're realizing that some things need to die, that you're in the middle of a shedding process. I mean, what happens in nature in fall? Things start dying. And that's what happens in our lives in a fall. We have to let some things go. Some things need to die. There's oftentimes a little bit of grief in a fall. There's also, I find, to be a lot of charged energy, like almost electric energy in a fall because you realize, oh my God, these things need to go. I need to make some changes. It's really that moment when you're acknowledging, I need to make a change. That's a fall. And you start making that change. Winter is when the land really lies fallow and everything's really quiet. It's almost like, is anything even happening? And in winter... We will often feel a lot of grief. That's really like when we're being turned over and when we're doing the most deep, profound inner transformation, because our external lives will often be really, really quiet while our internal life feels like, whoa, there's so much you're processing. A lot of emotions are coming up. It doesn't feel like you're getting a lot of new opportunities. Not a lot of people are like attracted to you. Maybe your relationships are feeling really stale. That's really a winter. Everything feels super slow. Spring is when all of a sudden like there's a shift and uptick of energy. You have new creative energy. New perspectives are really taking hold. New confidence is blooming within you. You start getting a trickling in of new opportunities, new relationships coming to you. And then summer is when it just, whoa, it's like it just flows. Like you have an abundance of everything. That is the cycle of seasons. And so when you think about that, it's completely unrealistic to think that you would always be in a summer, right? It's so, it's asinine, like it's crazy. This last month, I was in a bit of a winter. Like I was really feeling the winter. I feel like the couple months leading up to it were a little bit of a fall. And then this last month, it was a winter and it was 
honestly, like the last six to eight weeks, I've worked less than I ever have in my life, ever. And even though it was like level 90 for me of learning how to just trust in life's curriculum and the universe's plan for me, trust in divine timing, trust that I wasn't missing out. It was hard for me. I was feeling some friction. I was feeling a little bit of friction here and there because I'd never worked that little. I mean, some weeks I was working like two to three hours at most for a period of like really like six to eight weeks. And it was really interesting. It was interesting like what was coming up for me in terms of my fears. And I have to say one of the biggest fears that was coming up was that I was missing out somehow, like missing out on the opportunities that I could be creating for myself to work with new clients, to put my work out into the world, like put more podcasts out into the world, more on social media. I mean, because so much of my last career was built on the back of social media and my Instagram accounts, which were relatively large. I every now and then now, like with my new account, feel a little bit of friction when I'm not posting. I feel like, oh my God, (laughs) I'm not going to have a business if I don't post, which is totally not true because a large majority of my business is actually just referral based. And I could probably totally delete my Instagram account and be fine. But that's a program, right? Like that's one of my programs that I had to work through over the last couple of months is like, I'm okay if I don't post on social media. I'm okay if I don't send out an email this month. I'm okay if I do fewer podcasts this month. I'm okay, right? I'm okay. And that's the thing. That's the thing. When we feel that friction, that edge of like, I can't slow down. It's not safe to slow down. I have to keep going, 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 going. Or we think, oh my God, something's wrong in my life because I'm not in a summer right now and like my life isn't popping and I'm not getting a bunch of opportunities and I'm not making the money I want to be making. And we think we're doing everything wrong or there's something that we're missing. It's all because we don't feel okay. We don't feel safe in our life and in our body. And that's how I felt. And during this last eight eight weeks, I did a lot of internal work because if you feel like you're in a fall, or a winter, or even a spring. That's the time to be doing the inner work, my friend. Like that, that is the magical, sparkly, profound moment that you have to leverage, that you have to do the inner work. If you feel like right now you're not in a summer where you're just like, holy shit, everything is flowing to me. Everything is so easy. Everything is amazing. If you're not feeling that, then that means it's, it's time for you to do inner work. So where are you not doing the inner work? Like, what are you resisting in terms of the inner work that you need to be doing? Because here's the truth, and it's a hard one to hear, but whatever you are not changing, you are choosing. Whatever you are not changing, you are choosing. Whatever you are ignoring, you are choosing. Whatever you are not looking at, you are choosing. Whatever you are not going below the surface with, you are choosing. You're choosing to keep the struggles that you are having. You are choosing to keep the difficult emotions that you are feeling. You are choosing to keep struggling. The way to find your summer again more quickly is to do the inner work. 
is to look at your programs, is to identify like where is the friction? What are the friction points? I mean, one of the biggest friction points for me these last couple of months was this fear of missing out on something. And it was something that I really had to reprogram. Like, what is for me will not pass me by. And I trust in divine timing. And when I do less, I attract more. And all of those have actually come to fruition. <laughs> like, I've somehow continued to remain very successful in my business while working less than I ever have in my life. I've continued to grow over the last eight weeks in my business. I've continued to have more clients, more amazing, awesome clients that I've gotten to work with, doing magic sessions. I mean, it's all been amazing. And I'm okay. It all turned out okay. And all of a sudden now, spring is coming. Like spring is here. I feel spring. In fact, I feel more of a creative, magnetic, vibrant energy flowing in than I have actually felt in years. In years. Like probably six years. I'm feeling it more now than ever. So if you're in an ebb right now, that flow is coming. It is coming. You're not going to stay in the ebb forever. You're not going to stay in your fall or winter forever. I promise you. But I will also say that I do believe those seasons can be accelerated if you do the inner work that is required before you leave those seasons. I do think that it can be accelerated. If you look at your life, you look at these things. You think about the programs that you're running and you set out to change them. So what season? What season are you in right now? Are you in a fall where something is dying, where you know that you need to change something, that there is a shift that is coming? Or are you in winter where you've just released a lot of things and you don't actually have very much, if any, clarity about what's to come? How can you settle into this winter season? And by the way, I just have to say, winter can actually be the most fun, healing season of your life. I was in a winter. I mean, in a lot of ways, you guys, honestly, I feel like I've been in a winter for the last six years. <laughs> but that's another episode. But here's the thing, like in the last six years, I've learned how to have fun. I mean, I have genuinely learned how to have fun. You know, when I was going through level one of trying to leave my last career, I had no fucking idea how to have fun. I didn't know how to have fun. I had no idea. I couldn't do it. I tried and it felt excruciating. I didn't know how to play. I didn't know how to laugh. I didn't know how to let loose. I didn't know how to have fun. The only thing I ever knew how to do was work. And I was good at it, right? Like I had success in my life. I had success in my past career. But what the fuck is the point of that if I wasn't having deep, deep bone level fun. Like if I wasn't feeling juicy and yummy in my life and in my body, if it was only this grind, this hustle that I was like, yeah, I'm enjoying the hustle. But I mean, can I sleep at night? Do I still have anxiety? Which is better? You know, I mean, inner freedom is the thing like, it is what we all want is peace. What we all want is peace, freedom, joy, and happiness in our life. That is deeply, at the end of the day, what we are all 
going for. And that is what I have learned in my long extended winter. Also in my winter, I had success. I got to learn new things. I built my business in winter. I learned how to play in winter. I healed my nervous system. I healed my body. I healed my mind in winter. Holy shit, I did so many amazing things in winter. So winter is not just this like desolate wasteland of doing nothing and learning nothing and feeling nothing. No, it is an abundance of things. It's just that it usually happens slower than we would like. And it's not happening in the abundance that we were hoping for externally. Meaning like, I wanted my business to be popping and it just wasn't. But it is now. And it's only growing. And I'm shifting. I mean, I'm in a spring. And soon it's going to be summer. And when I hit summer, I'm going to look back and I'm going to be so grateful for all that time I spent in winter and how I honored that time because it is fucking sacred. So if you're in a winter, there's a lot of fun that can be had. There's, and there's so much learning. Like winter is really a season of learning. So learn things. Do the inner work of personal transformation and learn how to have fun. Spring. Are you into spring? Spring is where that energy is flowing in. New ideas are coming. New opportunities are popping up. New relationships are reaching new thresholds of joy. And it's like all of a sudden you just feel the waves picking up in that ocean. You feel it. You feel it in your body. And spring can be a little bit messy too right? Like spring is really, I mean, think about it. In spring, it rains, it gets muddy, things get messy. Spring is really the birth of new things and birth can be messy. But it's an exciting season where you get to see the things that you've been working on for so long finally blooming. And then summer, as I've talked about, is just a flow. It's like things are so easy in summer. I mean, I had a tremendous summer in my last career, and I know what that feels like, just like endless opportunities being shoved my way. That's what a summer can be. So what season are you in? Fall, winter, spring, or summer? And we can be in different seasons in different areas of our life. So maybe like in your personal relationship, like you're in a summer, but then with your business, you're in a winter, etc. But by and large, in general, what season do you feel like you're in? Okay, now with that season in mind, I just want you to take a big deep breath with me. Breathing in through your nose. Exhaling out your mouth. And right now, I want you to just say to yourself, to the universe, to anybody that might be sitting with you listening to this episode, I accept the season that I am in. Say it out loud with me. I accept the season that I'm in. Say it one more time. I accept the season that I'm in. Because there's a plan for you, my friend. Every season is just as important as the other ones. And whatever season you're in, it's because it's the season that you're meant to be in. And there's a plan for you there. And if you need extra support, support can be available to you. But first... I mean, before you can even find the support, before you even know what to do, you have to acknowledge the season that you're in and you have to stop resisting that season because resisting the season that you are in is the source of your suffering. 
Resisting life's curriculum is the source of your suffering. Wishing things were different. Fighting against it. It's like the first stage of the stages of grief. The first stage of the six stages of grief is denial. Six stages if you are including the brilliant David Kessler's sixth stage, which is finding meaning. Historically, there are five stages of grief by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, but the sixth stage is, is finding meaning. The first of all those stages is denial. It's like resisting. And this, the fifth stage is acceptance. We have to accept the season that we are in. And if you do, it will make it, oh my God, it will make it so much easier. And that's really what I did these last eight weeks is I was like, wow, I've never worked less in my life. That's creating some friction for me. I'm, I'm a little bit afraid. I'm getting triggered here and there with this. And this is life's curriculum. And I know that it's here for a reason. I know that there are lessons for me here and I'm going to do the inner work, the personal transformation here. I'm going to notice where it is that there is friction, what it is that's triggering me. I'm going to use my tools, use my support systems to move through it because I know that this stage will not last forever and it will not last forever for you either, my friend. You are not stuck in this stage. Like nothing lasts forever, including fall and winter. So lean in, lean all the way the fuck in. I'm telling you, that is the way through. And relish it because there are gems, there are gifts, there are, there's so much beauty in every single stage and you don't want to miss it. You are not here in this life to just experience the good things. There is magic in the hard things too. And when you experience the hard things, you get liberated from something. And that is actually, as I alluded to earlier, what gives you access to the deeper joy, to the deeper confidence, to the ever flowing river of peace and joy within you. Satchit Ananda. There's a Sanskrit word, this, this very famous Sanskrit phrase, Satchit Ananda. And Sat, a lot of people have different different interpretations of this word, truth, being, existence, chit meaning consciousness, and then ananda is bliss. And the more you awaken to your true essence of joy and this river of joy within you, the more you can flow into this kind of like effortless place of feeling that joy at all times. That's what we ultimately all want is like this, this ever flowing river of peace and joy moving through us. And that's what's possible for us all. So to close, just remember that you're not always meant to be in a summer. If you're not in a summer right now, nothing is wrong. Your life is going perfectly. It is just the way that it is supposed to be right now in this very moment. You're not doing anything wrong. What season are you in though? And what can you do to fully accept the fact that you're in that season? And how can you sink all the way in and do whatever personal work that you may need to do while you're there? And how can you trust? How can you just trust 
that the tide will turn, that the seasons will shift, that you aren't forgotten, that you are safe right now, right where you are. Because this time, this moment that you're in will not last forever, but there is beauty there. There is beauty within whatever season you are in. And if you keep moving, if you allow yourself to flow and to surrender to the season that you're in, I promise you, one day soon, the next season will come and you will experience summer again. <laughs>